My name is Dr. John Watson. I was visiting Baker Street the other day, and I was going to visit my friend Sherlock Holmes. My friend is very old, this being the year 2021, but he's still involved in investigating cases. When I went through the door, I was surprised to see him sitting in his favorite chair, smoking a pipe, and mulling over the latest investigatory problem on his plate. He told me to sit down, and then he went into a discussion of a most interesting case. He said that he was contacted by a professor at South Georgia State College, Dr. Ryman, who has an assignment for his students that is most interesting. Holmes said that Dr. Ryman asked him if he could solve the problem and point the students in the proper direction so that they could investigate the situation as shrewdly as he. Holmes picked up the story from there. Well, thank you, Watson, for stopping by. Yes, I told Dr. Ryman that I would indeed be happy to investigate this case. Of course, the case has already been investigated, as you know. It was investigated in 1964 by the Warren Commission, established by President Lyndon Johnson, who became president, of course, on the death of President Kennedy. But the question is, is this an open and shut case? And the proposition that Dr. Ryman's students are being asked to observe is the proposition that the accused killer of John F. Kennedy, Lee Harvey Oswald, was indeed the killer, and that the evidence shows that he and he alone could have fired the shots that killed President Kennedy. Now, of course, only evidence will decide this case, as in all cases. Only evidence, Watson. And we have evidence to look at. Dr. Ryman has provided his students a list of 15 documents, which he hopes they will go over in order to determine, in order to determine how they support the student's position on the question. The students will read the documents and make up their mind on which position they will take from a menu of three propositions. The propositions are, one, that Oswald's personal proclivity or tendency for violence and search for personal fame in history was his most important reason for shooting Kennedy. It also makes it logical that he was the killer. Or, second, Oswald's awareness that his enemies used violence, and therefore he saw violence as a legitimate tactic for him to use against them which would also make it logical that he would be the one to try to assassinate President Kennedy. And third, the evidence against Oswald collected on November 22nd that has not been persuasively rebutted. Of course, that evidence, too, is among the evidence that suggests that, indeed, Lee Harvey Oswald, acting alone, killed the president. You don't have to agree with all three propositions, and indeed, the students are going to be asked to choose the one they want to defend most assiduously. All the students are going to have to present the proposition and defend the proposition that Oswald alone killed the president. But they must choose from one of these three, and they must choose from among a list of 15 sources. Eight sources 
that support that proposition that they have selected and two more sources that they have selected on their own. I interjected, Holmes, where are they supposed to find these two documents? Elementary, my dear Watson, Dr. Ryman has pointed them to a website called Mary Farrell JFK, and by going to that website, they can find all manner of documents that will help them with their effort. Of course, they have to realize that the Mary Farrell site has one objection to it, in that it was created by those who believe in a conspiracy in the case, a ridiculous proposition that has been thoroughly refuted through the years. But nevertheless, it is a site that has all manner of documents, not just documents that support conspiracy, but, for example, all the documents gathered together by the Warren Commission, which found no conspiracy. So the students can find plenty of documents there, Watson, that will help them with their work, and they only have to find two. I stopped and asked Holmes what he thought about the documents. Well, Watson, tell me what they are, and I'll tell you what I think about each one. All right. The first one says, Gene Davison, Oswald's Game. Ah, yes, Oswald's Game. This was one of the better books written about Oswald, because it does a fine job of explaining Oswald's motives. Students will have to click on that and look at a few of the pages that are available in Google Books, which they get to through the link. And if they want to use this document, they will want to find information that makes it seem logical that Oswald would have killed JFK. They, of course, they don't have to use that document, but it is a fine book. What about Warren Report, Chapter 7, Lee Harvey Oswald, Background and Possible Motives? That indeed is a good chapter from the Warren Report. I see that Dr. Ryman did not include the first chapter of the Warren Report, which lays out in detail the evidence against Oswald. But I noticed that he also includes other documents in this list of 15 that do a fine job of doing the same thing. This chapter on Lee Harvey Oswald can be used to tie Oswald to the assassination because it does discuss the question of motives. If the student finds the argument of the Warren Commission persuasive in this chapter, they may want to use this, at least to a slight degree, in their essay. Well, how about Marina Oswald's Warren Commission testimony? Indeed. Who would know more than Marina Oswald whether Lee Harvey Oswald was capable of assassinating the president? After all, she was his wife, and she gave this testimony within months of the assassination, so she had not forgotten anything. Of course, she could have lied, but what motive would she have for lying? Her husband was dead by this time, and she did want to move on. After all, he had tried to shoot General Walker in April 1963, and she alone knew about that. And she admitted to the Warren Commission that she knew about that. So she knew about her husband's propensity for violence. Yes, indeed, her testimony is very, very interesting and may help students build the case for Oswald's guilt. Now, here's another article. U.S. decides on slains, Castro says. 
from the Dallas Morning News, April 21, 1963. Yes, interesting article indeed, because if the students just bother to read this article, they will see that Oswald had the ability to know just a few days after he shot at Edwin Walker that, according to Castro, the Kennedy administration was plotting to assassinate him. Because Oswald was now a would-be assassin having shot at Walker, this was the one way that he could help Castro if he could somehow get a shot off against Kennedy. It is important that we understand what we now understand from the news. We now know that the CIA was plotting to assassinate Castro. Nobody knew about that until 1975. But Oswald knew that Castro believed this was happening on April 21, 1963, when this article was published. How do we know that Oswald read this article? Because Marina said he read the Dallas Morning News on that Sunday morning. Sunday morning, Watson. Sunday morning when Oswald had plenty of time, plenty of time, to read the Dallas Morning News. I interjected. Who found this document? A very important historian, Watson. Dr. Ryman himself found this document. After he read this, Marina said that Oswald jumped up, put a gun in his belt, and tried to leave the house. She was mortified because she thought that he was going to run off and try to shoot Walker again. But she was able to forcibly prevent him from leaving the house, and she calmed him down, and he didn't go out. But it does appear that this Marxist, self-proclaimed Marxist, Oswald, had read an article that might have triggered him. What about this George de Morenschild testimony? Who's he? George de Morenschild. There's a lot of eggs in that basket, Watson. George de Morenschild was a Russian refugee who was one of the Russian emigres who lived in Dallas at the time Oswald lived in Dallas. He and Oswald met each other at a party in 1962, and de was someone that Oswald looked up to. He was an older man, very, very famous. He had family connections with the Kennedy family, in fact. And this has always interested researchers ever since the assassination. De Morenschild was an odd character. He loved to play games. He loved to taunt adversaries like the Warren Commission. But his testimony is very, very interesting. Whether he was telling the truth, we'll never know. But on some things, it seems he was definitely telling the truth. It's very interesting to see what he thinks about Oswald's potential as a would-be conspirator in the assassination. The Morenschild would have none of it. Knowing Oswald as he did, he was certain that Oswald could not have been anybody's ally in the assassination. Nobody would ally themselves with such an eccentric person as Oswald. Well, then we have this CIA memorandum on Castro's warning of September 7th. What's that all about? Well, you can see by the next article by Daniel Harker, Watson. 
Castro blasts raids on Cuba, New Orleans Daily states. This document is a repeat of the April document I just talked about. Castro claims Kennedy is trying to assassinate him. Oswald was living in New Orleans at this time, September 1963, and the CIA in 1975 tried to figure out whether Oswald had read this paper and had been triggered by the article to want to kill Kennedy. Many people have pondered over this over the years. Nobody will ever know for sure. But it is a tantalizing clue, I'm sure you would agree. Then we have these articles by Patricia Johnson McMillan and others like Gerald Posner. What should we make of those, said Watson. Of course, the devil is in the details, Watson. You will have to look at that article to see what his evidence is. A student must not quote me. A student must not discuss the things I say in this interview with you because they need to get the evidence from the articles themselves. Dr. Ryman has made it very clear to me that he will not look kindly on any student who tries to get their information solely from my lips. They must get the evidence from the articles they choose. Who's Patricia McMillan? Patricia McMillan met Oswald. She interviewed him in 1959, and she's still living and writing about Oswald. In fact, she wrote the best book on Oswald and his wife Marina called Marina and Lee in the 1970s. She was a friend of Marina's after the assassination, and she came up with a crackerjack book that really unlocks many of the secrets. And she sums up her views in this article in Max Holland's Washington Decoded, The Assassin as Political Pilgrim. Matchless, Watson. Absolutely matchless. What about Tim Brennan in Search of the Third Man? Well, Tim Brennan's article, which is also in Washington Decoded, discusses Oswald's campaigning for Castro in New Orleans. It may be a little bit opaque for students to use. They must approach that one, if they approach it at all, cautiously. Now we have these articles by Robin Lindley and Vincent Bugliosi. What's that all about? Well, Robin Lindley talks about Bugliosi, as you know from the list, Watson. So the students really ought to read Bugliosi's article first. 53 pieces of evidence on November 22nd of Oswald's guilt. Bugliosi was the attorney who got Charles Manson. He has my supreme respect. And these 53 pieces of evidence nail Oswald to the wall in terms of his guilt, in my judgment. So if a student wants to concentrate on the evidence on November 22nd, he or she will do no better than to go straight to Bugliosi's article, among others on this list. He has a very powerful case. What about Posner? Posner? Ah, Posner. He wrote the book that most people regard as the classic brief against Oswald, Case Closed. And in this video on YouTube, no less. Posner lays out the case against Oswald. Again, 
This is a valuable source for any student who wants to concentrate on the evidence on November 22nd. What about Max Holland, the Sapruder film Reconsidered? What is so special about that is that Holland takes the movie that shows JFK being assassinated and he reveals that the movie actually shows that Oswald is guilty. So many people try to use the movie to show that Oswald could not have killed JFK. But Max Holland has brilliantly shown in this video linked by Dr. Ryman that Oswald absolutely could have done it. Did he do it? We don't know that from Holland's article by itself. But we do know from the article that he could. Now, a student must not use this article unless they plan to explain what some of that evidence is. Indubitably, they must use the evidence in the article. But there you have it, Watson. Those are the articles that I would most recommend for this case. I will not recommend to the students the two articles that they are supposed to find on their own. They will do that on Galileo from the University System of Georgia if they are willing to follow the evidence where it absolutely must lead. Very interesting, said Watson. This case is more interesting than I thought. What do the students need to do then? They need to write their essay, Watson. They need to write it seamlessly and exactly as Professor Ryman says it ought to be structured in his instructions for the assignment. That is part two, Watson. There is a part three, but that does not take place until after part two is turned in on July the 15th. Well, Holmes, this has been a marvelous discussion. Hasn't it, Watson? It has been very invigorating. Is there anything more you want to say? Just one thing. After July 15th, all the students must select one document that they regard as the vital document in their case, one primary source document. And Dr. Ryman will juxtapose that after July 15th with a document that refutes it or tries to refute it and the student will have to come to the defense of their vital document in one last post that is part of the assignment, and they must do that by the due date listed in the assignment. That is a most fascinating element of this assignment, and I do not think that the assignment could be as stimulating as it is without that one last requirement. But the student must make sure to identify in the essay what that one vital document is. And that ends the mystery of November 22nd, investigated by Sherlock Holmes.